0: across America and around the world. Once again, you're listening to the Hour of the Time. I'm your host, William Cooper, for Swiss America Trading. Folks, there's one commodity in the world that you're going to have to have in the coming economic trauma in order to survive and protect what assets you've gained during your life. Now, most people instantly bring to mind several different kinds of investments. But I'm going to sort of clarify it for you right now. There's only one investment in the entire world that's recognized anywhere and everywhere that you could possibly find yourself. No matter what happens in the future, there's only one investment that is recognized universally throughout the world through all peoples, rich, poor, backwards, forwards, primitive tribesmen, and of course, on Wall Street, USA. And that investment, folks, is the only investment that has ever protected anyone in hard times through the history of the world. I'm talking about gold, specifically gold coins in the smallest denomination that are easily recognized and identified by the common man. Now, how in the world does that pertain to a primitive tribesman in the jungles of Borneo or the Philippines or anywhere else? Well you see, these people, no matter how primitive they may be, recognize a malleable metal, something that can be worked, something that can be made into jewelry, something that has intrinsic value of its own. It doesn't matter whether it's a coin or a lump of metal. We recommend coins simply because in the civilized world, people think, and when they think, and you offer them a lump of gold bullion in trade for a loaf of bread, The thinking person is going to wonder if there might be a grain, a pebble, or a boulder of lead underneath a small coating of gold. But you don't have that problem, uh, folks, with gold coins. Gold coins that are recognized. Silver is another metal that fits this bill that's recognized by the common man. Now, During the hard times that we've been through, when WWCR burned to the ground, our sponsor, Swiss America Trading, stuck with us. They found us another station to broadcast on. And so we didn't miss a beat getting the truth out to the world. Now, I want you to stand behind them like they have stood solidly behind the hour of the time. I want you to call Swiss America Trading right now. Mention my name, William Cooper. Ask them for the free newsletter on protecting your future. Do it now, folks. Don't procrastinate. In hard times, it's too late to do something about protecting your assets. You won't have any. You can be assured of that. So call Swiss America Trading now at 1-800-289-2646. That's 1-800-289-2646 do it now. It doesn't cost a penny. By protecting your assets, you are ensuring the future of this show, the hour of the time and freedom for the world. Call 1-800-289-2646 and do it now. You'll be glad that you did. Tonight, folks, you'll notice the absence of our normal lead-in music you'll also notice that we're not going into any type of a musical selection to introduce the subject matter of this program as we usually do, simply because I want to devote the maximum amount of time to our special guest tonight, Mr. Jordan Maxwell. Now, I never met Jordan Maxwell in my life until today. I don't really know him personally. I have Uh, been introduced to him circuitously through a a bevy of my own personal friends, whom after listening to my lectures, after reading my book, realized that Mr. Jordan Maxwell and I have quite a bit in common. And they prompted me, pushed me, you might say, to meet with this gentleman. And I guess that uh, you had the same treatment on your end, didn't you, Jordan? I Jordan has a fascinating background. He has paralleled my research in many uh, avenues and many areas and has come up with the same conclusions, the same results, the same answers to the questions that I have asked all my life. And tonight we're going to be talking about the answers that he has come up with, but first I'm going to ask him
1: to introduce himself to our listening audience. Jordan, Well, thank you very much for asking me to be here. My name is Jordan Maxwell, as we said. As of 1959, I became very interested in the subject of secret societies and subversive movements. Uh, I came about it because of my family. When I was very small, my mother's uncle worked in the Vatican Secretary of State's office as a civilian. And on on occasions when he would come back to uh, home to visit, back to this country, he would sit and talk for hours about the intrigue going on throughout the world behind the scenes of religion and politics and all the nefarious plans that are being uh, fomented by governments and religion. And I became fascinated with this subject. Uh, since then, I have, um, <clears throat> as I said, since 1959, I have really... Uh, delved into the subject myself and uh, and I find the more that you find out about the subject the more you know how much you don't know because it is an enormous uh, subject that takes in not only the fraternal orders the secret societies of Freemasonry, uh, the occult societies going back into the most ancient world, going back to pre-Sumerian Uh, And those symbols and emblems which were used in the ancient world are now even being used in our world, our modern-day world, and we don't even realize it. As a matter of fact, uh, things like the uh, oil companies, the automotive uh, companies, the cigarette uh, companies use symbols and emblems, and of course in government, national institutions educational institutions our world is filled with symbols and symbols are like the uh, letters of the alphabet if you put enough of them together they spell a word and you put a lot of them together and they tell you a story the story I am talking about is the secret societies and occult orders that go all the way back into the ancient world and I believe and it's my opinion that they are still in operation today behind our major religions and major governmental agencies the symbols and emblems you can see with your own eyes and do some research and you'll find that they go back into the ancient world uh... now we like to talk about there that that there's a separation of church and state in america The fact of the matter is no such uh, separation exists. Uh, There is a very direct connection between the religious establishment in this country and the political establishment. And as you probably well know, has always been the case, all the way back to the pre-Sumerians. The king was always the mediator between God and man, as well as being head of the temporal state. Uh, The pharaohs, of course, of Egypt perfected this so that they were both gods and, and mortals who are ruling the state the caesar's picked up on this of course and it's come down through the uh, ages and uh, even in our country of america today we have a direct connection between church and state and let me draw your attention to this Uh, make you an example here Uh, churches when you go into most churches you will find that there are like three tiers high and then the altar sits on the top tier uh... the same is true in a courtroom you go in and to a courtroom and you'll see that the uh... that the bench sits on three tiers high and the three tiers high has been traced in the reference works of freemasonry to the first three degrees of freemasonry that's correct yes and uh so then you have the priest who comes out the clergy who comes out with the long robe and incidentally the reason why clergy always wear long robes is because it's a female garment and it represents the feminine connection with God and that's why clergy wear a long robe Uh, it also has to do with uh, when the clergy wear the long robe the, uh, the judge when the judge comes out he wears the same long black robe it's the same black robe that you wear when you graduate from university or high school the black robe is a very important symbol it has to do with a very ancient cult called the Saturnalian cult going back into the ancient Semitic world the worship of Saturn black was a color attributed to Saturn and even today in Islam in Mecca uh, in Saudi Arabia you have this square of Mecca within the magic circle within the Masonic circle and Mecca is black and it's draped in a black robe and so it, this is a, a world uh, a world fraternity of secret societies that use the same symbols but let me get back to the government uh, the courtroom and the and the church uh, when you when you are when you're sitting at a church you of course are looking up onto the altar and you're looking and the priest is looking down on you uh, there is always a, a, a fence in the church and then there's a gate and only the priest can go through the gate to enter the altar um, the same thing is true in a court uh, there is the uh... there is the fence and there's the gate and only the attorneys can go through and they're called the logos and they go through and talk to the judge for you and of course the judge is sitting three tiers high so he can look down on you and you look up to him uh, the same uh, symbols which are used in religion are used in political circles And I am saying, it's my opinion, that what we have in America is a religio-political-economic scheme based on a very ancient secret societies and fraternal orders. And until such time as we understand that concept that things just don't happen, I mean, what was it, Franklin Roosevelt even said, anything that happens in politics, it was planned that way. And until such time as you understand that things are planned in politics, and that there is a rhyme and a reason to things you know we're never going to get to the bottom of this a classic example of what I'm talking about is we here in this country, we hear politicians, the president and the, and the local leaders saying that they just see they can't seem to get a handle on the crime problem, the drug problem, all of the different problems that are facing us as a people, and they just can't seem to get a handle on these things. However, if you don't if you put a wrong comma on your on your income tax, they can get a hold on you. <laughs> and if you go, yeah. And if you go into the Amazon jungles, they'll follow follow you, and they will find you. And it may take a while, but they'll spend millions, and they will find you, and they will bring you back here, and they will deal with you in public to show the rest of the people that you can mess around with other people, but you don't mess with the money and the government. Okay. So the the point I'm making is that if they cannot seem to get a hold on crime, but they can get a hold on you. The question should be asked, how is it that a country 50 years ago, which was a lot less sophisticated, got a hold on Adolf Hitler, and he had a standing army all over the world. They can get a hold on the on the Soviet national economy and destroy peoples and nations all around the world. They can get a hold on anybody they want, except for the drug trade, except for the crime. And I'm saying that the crime and the drug trade in this country are purposely allowed to exist, and in certain cases even promoted. Because according to the ancient uh, cults of the ancient world, there was a term that has come down to us, and, is, and many Freemasons in the audience will, re- will, will readily uh, remember this. According to the ancient cults, there was something called Ordo abcao in Latin, which meant order out, out of, of chaos. chaos. Right. So the idea was that if you can create enough chaos, that the people will be sufficiently frightened and will give to you the power and the and the and the uh, political power to bring back law and order. Now there was a television comedy program many years ago called Get Smart. Now when people tell you to get smart, it's implying that you you're missing something here. All right, get smart. Uh, remember, you'll remember that on one side in the in the TV show Get Smart, on one side was chaos and the other side was control and uh, I'm saying that's exactly how you get control by causing chaos, the idea is that if you're going to if you're going to pull a scam on somebody you're going to pick somebody's pocket or something, you always uh, have a diversion, you do something to draw the person's attention while you're picking his pocket if you're going to break out of a prison you always have the 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 gang fight down at the far end while the guys are crawling out the the hole on the other end the idea is you set up a diversion you cause chaos and out of that you can get control because people will sufficiently frighten people will give you the power uh, to put down these you know these problems now adolf hitler did this and he worked it perfectly and it works a lot of people are wondering, why is it that the German people would have ever allowed Hitler to do what he did? Hitler was elected to office because of the chaos that he was doing. He was causing the chaos. The people came sufficiently frightened, and so they had give him the political power to put down the trouble because they knew he was the only guy that could put down the problems because he was the one that was causing it. So I'm saying that the same kind of scam is being worked in this country today. We're seeing nothing but chaos and nothing but trouble. And I'm saying that it's all orchestrated, that, that, that you cannot, you couldn't possibly imagine people like the President of the United States making mistakes. I mean, you, you hear every day, what, Senator so-and-so made a terrible mistake, or the United States government made a terrible mistake in Vietnam, or they made a horrible mistake on this or that. This country don't make mistakes. If they do something, they have a reason for doing it. They don't pay these people, these doctors and professional psychologists and his his whole army of brains at the Vatican. I mean, well, that's a Freudian slip probably (laughs) in the Vatican too. But at the, uh, the, um, what is it, the um, Pentagon. Pentagon. Yeah, They don't pay these people big money to make mistakes. The president, when he does something, or this government does something, they know what they're doing. Now, it may not make any sense to you, but according to other plans, if you understand what's going on behind the scenes, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, well, well, we
0: let, let me interject something in here for you, uh, Jordan, so that yeah. you'll understand. My listening audience has had 22 hours already. Their education is, is far beyond... Uh, anybody that that, that you right. normally talk to. Right, right. They understand what we're talking about. They understand the involvement of the Vatican. They understand the symbology of the Mystery Schools. Right. Now, we may have some listening uh, audience out there who just tuned into this show or maybe just found it a couple of shows ago, but most of my listening audience worldwide have mm-hmm. been listening to this show since the 4th of May 1992 and have an extensive education into all of this. So, uh, if you want to cut to the meat of the matter, these people will
1: understand. You don't have okay, to build okay. up to it right well i mean I, I I talk to audiences so often and i 'm and i 'm aware that when i 'm talking to an audience that people generally have not been initiated into this kind of thinking, and so that 's why I try and lay a foundation for uh, there are a lot of occult symbols and emblems in government and and religion, and I wanted to get into one in particular. Um, the the Nazis, the Communists, the Fascists, and all of the ancient uh, world powers that have ever existed have used one common symbol continually, and that's the sun. Now, if you understand that the earliest uh, history, the prehistory of the human race goes back into the most ancient times, and God knows how far back that would be, ten, twenty thousand, maybe fifty thousand years, I don't know. But if you go back to the earliest times of the human race, you can appreciate that the world was a very different place than what we live in today okay and so if you understand that it was a very cold and very fearful world at night okay and and if you understand also that in that cold and fearful world when the sun went down there was a lot of fear for for your life there were a lot of predatory animals and so the coming of the sun the next morning was always something to look forward to that brought warmth that brought light and brought uh, security and around that concept grew a whole religious political philosophy of the coming of the sun God's sun the light of the world and and has been used by the ancient Egyptians all the mystery schools and of course you probably know it was uh Referred to as Baal, a worship at one time. Baal was the sun, God's son, the light of the world, and uh, you know the the whole concept in the ancient world was that um, he had twelve helpers, which were the twelve signs of the zodiac or the twelve months of the year, and of course they um, they and, and he died, of course, with the crown of thorns, like the Statue of Liberty has the crown of thorns. It's the it's the corona or the sun rays and uh when we begin to see all of these connections and of course in the spring of the year uh the sun which had died in winter had passed over from the death of winter into the new life of spring so the in the in the old semitic world they celebrated the passover and we even say that today when someone dies they passed on or they passed away or they passed over Correct. and so we get the, uh, the the old symbolism out of egypt of the sun dying in the winter and passing over to the new life in spring and so the in the beginning of spring we had to pass over uh, is an interesting thing too about the sun is that the ancient world realized that on the December 22nd, which was the winter solstice, they noticed something interesting on the sundials. And, of course, the sundials were being round. They could each degree for each day. They noticed that on the 22nd, the sun did not move. On the 22nd, it stayed on the on the sundial on the same degree. On the 23rd, it stayed on the same degree. It didn't move any further south, and it didn't start back north. On the 24th, it was still in the same degree on the sundial. It didn't move. So they said, the ancient Egyptians said, anything that was moving and is now not moving is dead. So therefore, they said, God's son died and was in his tomb or dead for three days. Then on December 25th, anything that was dead and in his grave and not moving for three days and now begins to move back to the northern hemisphere, it moved its first degree. So on December 25th, they said, God's son is born on December 25th. Now, in the real world, let's clarify something for a lot of people who are
0: listening out there. You're not talking anything about Christmas. You're not talking about what Christians traditionally uh, recognize as, no, now I'm getting into as the birth symbolism. of Christ. You're right. getting into the, getting the symbolism, into symbolism. Right. of the ancient religion of the sun right. which was later perverted in Christianity to reflect this in order to capture the pagan worshippers into the Christian church. Absolutely, it, right? right. Now what I'm saying is that... Because
1: December the 25th is not Christ's birthday. No, not at all. No, it's the birthday okay. of the sun. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then, uh, but then when you understand that this symbolism began to be, uh, uh, the, the ancient peoples understood that the sun was uh, revolved and it was a symbol of revolution. And today in America, we have, or at least in the western part of the United States, we have an oil company called Union Oil. And Union Oil has as a symbol a round orange globe with the 76. And of course the commercial says, get the spirit, the spirit of 76. The orange globe is a sun because the communists have always used the rising sun Know, as you if you recall on the soviet national coat of arms Certainly. is the rising sun that's bringing the dawn of a new day and the symbology of seventy six plugs into to what's called seventy six, and the uh,
0: and the thirteen seventy six is thirteen. Right. And the order of the trapezoid, and if you figure out the the formula of the ancient uh, religion, which says as above, so below, the yes. creation of this country in seventeen seventy six was guaranteed to bring into the world the new man, the illumined man, oh, three exactly. degrees of six right. x
1: or six six six. Right and, and the, 8 is the number in the old Kabbalistic uh, Freemasonry in, in Europe 8 was the number of New Beginnings and the New Beginnings <clears throat> the New Beginnings was uh, 17 is 7 and 1 8 and 13 was of course the old uh, mystic number of God and His twelve helpers of God and His twelve months make thirteen, mm-hmm. and so um, it's also sim- the number of death and rebirth, or Absolutely. resurrection, or right. reincarnation, depending upon how you sure. look at that. But so once you get into all of the symbolism, you see that there is a rhyme and a reason to all of these emblems and symbols, and something else in relation to word symbols. And God knows we're just we're inundated by innuendos and catchphrases in this country, especially. Um <clears throat> we we've been hearing since uh, George Bush made it made it publicly known something called the new world order. I want to clarify something for your audience. They probably might already know this, but uh Europe has been referred to as the old world and anything coming out of Europe is old world, all right? Uh Vatican, the Vatican has dominated Europe. For about 1,500, 1,600 years, the Vatican has dominated Europe. Europe has dominated the world. There was a religio-political-economic scheme of things. That was the order of the day, the old banking houses of the Roman Empire, the old... uh, what was some of the families? Uh, an Copernicus, Pisos. The Pisos family were a very powerful banking family who were the uh, the main brains behind. They were the Rockefellers of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. The <coughs> Medici. The, the Medici, absolutely. And uh, so, when you understand that there was a banking fraternal, religio-political order that operated throughout the world, and the Vatican sat on top of that, and that was an old-world order now with the coming of america of course america is referred to as the new world and so what we have now is a new world order and that new world order implies that there is a fraternal order operating throughout the world operating out of america (coughs) that seeks to (coughs) excuse me it seeks to take the place of the old world order and bring a new order of the world but you must understand that you cannot have a new order or a new building on the same site as an old building. So you've got to get rid of the old order first and bring in the new order. Uh, <coughs> when you get into that, and I'm sorry, i am <coughs> got a frog in my throat. That's okay. When you get into that, you get into the symbolism that uh, Steven Spielberg and Lucas and George Lucas bring out about uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And, of course, you can't understand the last crusade if you don't understand the first crusade, right? <laughs> or the next crusade. Or the next crusade, <laughs> which is the real crusade, right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, from there, you get um, the uh, the trilogy of Star Wars, and then mm-hmm. the Empire Strikes Back. And, of course, New York is referred to as the Empire State. That's correct. All right, and so you get the Empire Strikes Back. And then, of course, in, uh, you might know this, that... It, In Freemasonry there is a little ideologue or a little genie like uh, mystical character supposedly in Freemasonry that they said was their mediator between the gods and the Freemasons of the Knights Templars. And that little saint or that little, uh, um, what would I say, uh, mediator Uh, in the old Knights Templar tradition was a little short little uh, monster with pointed ears and his name was Yoda and you go into the uh, old Masonic literature and pictures and you'll see pictures of Yoda because he was a Jedi Knight and if you understand the Jedi Knights where it was connected to the old order of of the Knights Templars so what we're talking about here is the Star Wars we're talking about a spiritual war in the heavens, so to speak. Well, this um, was, this was a, a cosmology, a celestial.
0: Uh, religion so to speak absolutely they and talk about moving on to the celestial sphere right uh, when they discuss passing and,
1: a <laughs> that right and then of course the Sun was Well, the uh, ancient Egyptians said that the Sun walked across the sky so therefore That's we right. have Luke Skywalker yeah. you know, and, and then from this
0: <coughs> comes a thousand points of light That's and many a, of a thousand points
1: of light and no, a thousand year reign of the Nazi Empire or no. whatever and what we're talking about here is secret societies and their use of symbols and emblems in religion and politics and philosophy and uh, incidentally when you go to, when you graduate from university I meant to bring this out when you graduate from university you wear a long black robe the black robe is of course the same black robe that the priest wears mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's the same black robe that the judge wears all right because the black robe symbolized the uh, it goes back to the old Saturnalian cult which was um, pre-Egyptian the worship of Saturn and according to that ancient uh, Semitic cult when you got married you wear the ring the ring was the ring of Saturn the women would show their submission to that God by wearing the ear ring that's where we get the idea of the king being crowned he wears a round crown or the round circle of the God of Saturn Saturn uh, as I said was uh, was assigned the color black and therefore the black robe is the is worship of saturn the saturn alien god uh, what was i going to say about oh yes and when you graduate you graduate with the uh, square martyre board the square martyre board is always the symbol of uh, the the brick masons use the martyre board <coughs> and then of course when you graduate you are referred to you are referred to as an alumni which comes from the word illumini you have been illuminated which basically means you you now know what to kiss and when and how (laughs) to think and what to think and and how to act, and you have been properly educated. Belong to the priesthood. (coughs) That's right, you belong to the priesthood. And if you go along to get along, and uh, and don't cause any problems then you don't go along worry. to
0: get along you might get a little, right? That's right, exactly. <laughs> Nobody else gets anything.
1: And my point <laughs> is, and I have and I have said this to so many audiences, that there is this country, the United States, has no real enemies in the world. After the Second World War, especially is that true. Well every every enemy, even before the Second World well, War, the enemies right. that
0: we've had have that we, been. That's of right. This we country. created them, absolutely. That's right
1: but uh... there is one there is one legitimate uh... believable enemy that faces america that the that the powers behind the throne in this country in america are truly afraid of and this is legitimate they are totally frightened to death of us the people because they realize if the people ever wake up i mean something that joe kennedy was quoted as saying something to the effect of uh, beware the American conscience because if they ever wake up and find out what we're doing it's going to be a hell to play. And so I believe that there is a legitimate enemy that this country perceives and that's us. People who think too much people who read too much and people who talk too much. But that's always the (coughs) case though
0: Jordan because we know that what's coming is going to be a socialist state. Oh, totally! Every time socialism has won anywhere, mm-hmm. the first thing that they've done is that they've they have literally uh, perverted the intelligentsia. Mm-hmm. which has brought them to power and then the first thing that they did is, is get kill the get intelligentsia they killed them absolutely. and the intelligentsia aren't very intelligent because they haven't learned this yet because they're still doing it But uh, the more we'll, we change the more we stay the same that's right and we'll come back to that yeah. in just a few minutes folks I hope you're paying attention to this show because uh, Jordan has an awful lot to say and uh, you can hear that he's right in tune with what we've covered before don't go away it's time to take our break we'll be right back after this very short pause And welcome back to the Hour of the Time, dear listeners. I meant to apologize earlier in the program for the rusty raspiness of my voice, folks, but once again, I lost it for a while, and it's a good thing that we've been playing the reruns from WRNO because I could not have done a show until now anyway. Folks, I know that an awful lot of you have not yet called Swiss America Trading, now, I know also that you look forward to this show every night, Monday through Friday, all around the world. I'm not just talking to Americans. I'm talking to every freedom-loving individual who lives on the face of this planet. And I hope you all understand why I concentrate on the preservation of the Constitution of the United States of America. But for those of you who don't understand that yet, it's because it's the only document ever written, penned by the hand and the mind of men in the history of the world, that has ever set man free on the face of this earth. No one ever existed in freedom before that document was written, except kings, queens, sultans, emirs, and emperors, and of course those behind the emperor, the king, queen, sultan, or emir, the priest class are the adepts of the mystery schools, who really control things from the shadows. And those of you who have been listening to this show for a long time know that. Now, if you've learned all of this from this program, if you look forward to hearing the hour of the time, then you've got to support this program, and you've got to support our advertisers. Everywhere I go, every place I speak, many of you come up to me and ask me, how, Bill, can I protect my assets? We all know that there's nothing behind this phony baloney money. We know it's fiat. We know it's counterfeit. We know that it all has to come tumbling down. Now, how can I save what I've worked for all my life? How can I protect my family? Well, the answer has been in front of your nose all the time, folks. We've done a concerted, intense study into all the bad periods in the history of the world to see what it was what it was that protected people the most during those periods and in every single instance throughout the history of the world we found that it's only been a very few things one is land if you're allowed to own land we know in the encroaching new world order that property will not be allowed, private property will be eliminated Read the Communist Manifesto and realize that what's coming is rampant, total socialism. We know that number two has always been precious metals, usually throughout history in the form of gold and silver. Well, during this period of time, you have some other options also, one of them being platinum. Now, if this comes to pass and I'm talking if now because nobody knows absolutely for certain but we have predicted we stand behind our prediction that there's going to be a terrible economic trauma in our future now there are indicators that tell us this there are hard cold facts that tell us this most of this we've revealed to you in past programs on the hour of the time so I'm not going to go into that right now but I will tell you this we will tell you this, folks, that gold and silver throughout the history of the world has been the only real, consistent, and positive investment that anyone has ever been able to make that has literally protected anyone's assets, property, wealth, the sweat of their labor for many years. You see, folks, today with one ounce of gold, you can buy the exact same number of loaves of bread that you could have bought a hundred years ago with that same one ounce of gold. Now, if you have this gold or silver in small denomination coins, the smallest denomination that you can find, as a matter of fact, they're recognized literally by anyone, anywhere in the world. Everyone knows what they are. Even a primitive tribesman in the jungles of Borneo can look at a gold or silver coin and know that it has intrinsic value worth. Now, the only other thing that I can tell you absolutely has value, but the value of that will disappear with age, of course, is food and clothing. There are some things in the coming trauma that will have value and you should take a look at those too things that people are addicted to such as coffee chocolate candy things that people absolutely need such as tampex toilet paper toothpaste toothbrushes I hope you get my drift folks but for the main conduit for the preservation of wealth for the preservation of your assets remember gold and silver and call our sponsor right now, Swiss America Trading don't wait, do it now, 1-800-289-2646 talk to the es- experts, experts talk to the experts at Swiss America Trading mention my name, William Cooper ask for the free newsletter on protecting your future ask for the free book written by Mr. Figgy. They will send these to you. It doesn't cost you a thing. It's an 800 number. Even the phone call doesn't cost you anything. What you're going to get in return in the mail, folks, you're going to be glad that you made the call. You're going to get information. You're going to get a newsletter. You're going to get a book, a pamphlet written by Mr. Figgy, That's going to be chock full of information that you need to know to survive what's coming in our near future. So do it now. Don't procrastinate. Call 1-800-289-2646. That's 1-800-289-2646. And now let's get back to our regular program and our very special guest tonight, Mr. Jordan Maxwell. Jordan, can we talk about some of the symbols, the symbology that people are going to run into in their everyday life uh, as they go about their business and maybe haven't even understood what these things mean?
1: Yes, me. as a matter of fact, <clears throat> as we were saying before, that the world around us is filled with emblems and symbols. And if you know how to read the symbols, you can tell where people are coming from. You can tell what organizations are coming from. Uh, for instance, uh, in Washington, D.C., which is a very interesting place, you have the uh, Washington Monument, which is, of course, the Egyptian obelisk. Now the Egyptian obelisk is pointing is, um, is of course, the male phallic symbol, okay? And the male phallic and the Washington Monument is connected to something in the in the White House called the Oval Office. And when you understand the male phallic with the female oval office, you're talking about the 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 coming of life, and that's the life of the nation. Um, you have the Pentagon. The United States Pentagon comes from the from the uh, five-pointed pentagram. If you take the arms off of a five-pointed star, which has been used in devil worship and satanic worship for uh, thousands of years, if you uh, understand you take the arms off of a five-pointed star, the interior of the star is called a pentagon. And so we have a United States Pentagon. And, of course, the, uh, the pentagon is used by the Chrysler Corporation as their symbol the pentagon why because chrysler was the company that was chosen to uh, make the uh, military hardware for the united states and they had the contract so that's why they still use the pentagon as their symbol and on the back of the dollar bill of course we don't want to forget that because uh, the dollar bill is crammed filled with uh, symbols and uh roosevelt uh, franklin delano roosevelt uh said that the reason why it was uh, all these symbols were put on a one dollar bill is because he figured that all over the world people any no matter how poor you were you would have in your hand the 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 almighty dollar and if you have in your hand the one dollar bill then you have in your hand all of the all of the the symbolism of the secret societies and the occult orders of course, on the left-hand side of the back of the dollar bill, you have the pyramid. Now, you've got to ask yourself, why would you have an Egyptian pyramid uh, on an American dollar bill? And then you will see the letters, Anuit Coeptus over the top of the pyramid. Anuit coeptus in Latin means, Our enterprise is now a success. Our God has favored our enterprise. The enterprise, of course, is on the banner beneath the pyramid, which is Novas Ordo Seclurum, which is the new order of the world, new order of seclurum, and that's where we get the word secular, anything that's worldly. So now we're talking about a new world order on the bottom of the pyramid. You will you'll find that the pyramid has 13 layers, and there are 13 letters in Anoet Coeptus, and then if you go to the right side, you'll see the, uh, the, the seal of America with the eagle, and above the eagle you'll have 13 stars, which stand for the 13 colonies originally. But the 13 colonies and the 13 stars go back to Jesus and the 12. Because they're they're moving in on and using mm-hmm. the uh, the ancient uh, societies are moving in on the teachings of Christianity and posing themselves under the 13 being Jesus and the chosen 12. Um, then you've got the, uh, the, the 13, let's see, on the, Amer- on the right-hand side, uh, you've got the, uh, on one side of the eagle, you have the 13 leaves, and the 13 berries and the 13 leaves, and then on the other side, you have the 13 arrows. Everything is done in sequence of 13. Uh, of course, on the, um, the, the, something else I wanted to bring up while I'm thinking about it, is that so much uh, of what we have seen in movies and television, Are Are you aware that that I have been talking to some doctors in Los Angeles who have been doing some research on this, and I find it to be absolutely fascinating that many of the gangs, the uh, Latino and the black gangs in the major cities across America, their graffiti that they are spraying on uh, buildings, their graffiti are actually Masonic emblems and Masonic seals and symbols. And I have seen a whole collection that these doctors have. These are medical doctors, but they are interested in this subject. And they have been collecting hundreds of pictures of uh, graffiti and showing the research into the ancient secret societies. And there's no way that these black and Latino gangs could know these symbols. There, the, There's definitely a connection between the gangs and some sort of a higher orchestrated mind behind the warfare going on between gangs. I don't think those gangs are by chance. I think they're, they have been nurtured and orchestrated and, and promoted and even financed. I mean, if you think about it, how uh, those gangs have money to travel around? They can buy guns. They can they can roam around. They don't have to work. Where are they getting their money from?
0: Well, not only that, but their main occupation is is the is uh, narcotics business. Of and, course. And fomenting uh, chaos, confusion, and fear. Right. And uh, they haven't they haven't got the background of understanding, learning. Uh, uh, to put together the kind of logistics network that it would take to supply this kind of an enterprise. Absolutely. So someone with an awful lot of money, an awful lot of organization and absolute ability to provide 100% protection is supplying. These city gangs. It's not the mafia. You can bet on. You can bet <laughs> this on. This is a very sophisticated, a, a totally
1: protected organization. Absolutely. And As a matter of fact, the San Francisco Chronicle had a, two full pages in one of their newspapers. I still have, where they were talking about how the uh, this federal government was bringing in narcotics from Asia during the Vietnam War in the bodies of American servicemen that was being killed in Vietnam, and they were bringing in bags of pure heroin and pure narcotics from Asia in the bodies of American servicemen. And what were they doing with it? They were, they were giving it directly to the mafia because the mafia is doing uh, a little tricks for the government. It takes care of business for the government, so they have to be paid. Well, let, let's
0: clarify one thing here. It's not the government. It well, is, it it is, a, it is these the secret societies. It's who, the operating behind our government. Right? That's correct, exactly. behind yes. the, the veil of national security. <clears throat> Absolutely. And uh, I, I might remind you that uh, back in history, when Albert Pike and Giuseppe Mazzini were corresponding and were setting up the the core... Uh, foundation of the Illuminati within Freemasonry, both in their respective countries, and Mm -hmm. at that time, of course, Albert Pike was the Grand Commander of Freemasonry throughout the world, and Giuseppe Mazzini was his counterpart Mm -hmm. uh, in Europe Europe on Mm -hmm. a lower level. It was Giuseppe Mazzini who created and fostered and gave the charter to the what is now known as the Mafia. That's right, Lucas Anastra was Mazzini. That's the correct. Masonic order. No is doubt right. about it. And this
1: explains the close cooperation between, between government and the Mafia. That is right. Absolutely. And uh, when we also understand that the old magic practicing priest of the old Celtic Druid priest of ancient England, uh, in, the, in the person of, of Merlin the Magician, when you understand that the old priests, uh, the magicians, uh, worked their magic on people with their magic wands, and their magic wands were always made out of Hollywood, and they're still working their magic today on with Hollywood. If you understand how we're being manipulated, we're being uh, programmed, uh, Hollywood is nothing more than an instrument in the hands of the secret societies. And in Los Angeles, Anyone who knows anything about the motion picture industry knows that the real bosses are in New York and back east. Uh, Nobody makes any decisions here in Los Angeles. Those decisions are made by some very powerful people behind the scenes in New York and upstate New York. And we're not talking <coughs> about just Hollywood. We're talking about
0: the media overall oh, yeah. in general, right. including print, television, radio, right. uh, the whole works. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and and specifically, uh, what, we're, what we're looking at is a very sophisticated uh, method
1: of, of manipulation, manipulation of, and, and, <coughs> and brainwashing. And and exploitation. Correct. Ab- absolute exploitation of people's ignorance. Somewhere along the line, and as I said to you before a few minutes ago, the greatest enemy this country will ever face, the people uh, who are behind the scenes of government in this country, their greatest enemy is you. You who think too much. As a matter of fact, there was a movie, there was a motion picture called, um, oh, what was it, a few years back, called um, Network. And in the movie Network, at the end of the movie, the star that uh, was a uh, newsman, and he said something to the effect that, um, uh you don't have to worry about america being destroyed america's not going anywhere because we feed everybody so if we go the whole world goes because we're feeding everybody but there is something that is lost forever there is something that has gone and is legitimately lost and that is your freedom as an individual human being to be free to do your own thinking to be your own person that is lost you have been taken over and you don't even know it and he said, and the reason why is because you don't read, you don't think, you want to be entertained by Bugs Bunny and Big Top Pee Wee. You, you, all you want is your uh, recapable tires, like he says, and, and all of your creature comforts, and you don't want to put yourself out. And so consequently, uh, karma, it's the law of karma. Uh, cause and effect. You have not defended your freedoms You and if you don't defend your freedoms and your rights, then you don't, you have, don't any. have any. That's correct.
0: Now, let's go back to this symbology we're talking about. Now, on the back of the reverse seal of the United States <coughs> of America, right. we see at the top of this pyramid, which, by the way, does not have a capstone, we see an eye surrounded by yeah, rays, right. and, and this this eye signifies, really, in the beginning, signified the sun. Yeah, for us. Uh, and the the god of the sun. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And we see that same symbol as the insignia for CBS. eye. Mm-hmm, CBS <laughs> that's right. And we also see in the NBC peacock a tail, and each feather of the tail has that's an right. eye mm-hmm. on it. And we also see the symbol of one of the information computer networks, America Online, mm-hmm. is the pyramid with the, again, all seeing eye. Oh, it's we everywhere. We see the symbol of Prodigy, which is another computer information service. Right. Which... As, as its symbol, the pentagram. And by the way, folks, there's been a lawsuit brought against Prodigy because it has been discovered that as you sign on to the Prodigy computer bullet board database system built into the program that they send you so that you can sign on to this system and mm-hmm. use it is a method whereby they actually read the information on your personal hard drive, on your personal computer. And I don't know where they go where that goes or what they do with it, but there has been a lawsuit that's been brought against Prodigy uh for, for they've been caught in the act is yes. what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, right. And it's in court right now. Uh, we'll let you know how that's resolved and what what happens. But I will tell you if you're signing on to some of these uh, national uh, computer information database systems, there's a good chance that uh, you're the
1: one that's being you're computer. the one that you're the
0: one that uh, that is being uh, computerized uh, um, probed for information while you think that you're probing them right. for information. It's actually the other way around, and exactly. it's set up intentionally
1: that way. I had an inf- interesting conversation with a very high-ranking rabbi in America <clears throat> about three or four years ago, and he had written a book, and I was very interested in it about symbolism or occult symbolism in America. And some of the interesting things he brought out was the movie Frankenstein. Uh, if you break the word down, Frank in Stein, and it goes back to Jacob Frank, and Jacob Frank uh, in the in Europe was one of the leading members of the Illuminati in 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 Europe. And uh, the idea was, is that in the old movie, uh, Boris Karloff comes out and tells you in the old <coughs> original 1933 movie of Frankenstein, he comes out and says that this is a story about a old uh, mad scientist at uh, at uh, Bavarian University of Ingolstadt, and he has put together all of these nefarious pieces and, and created a monster, and that's what Frankenstein meant in. Uh, and the rabbi was bringing out that all this story of Frankenstein was is that the Bavarian uh, um, professor Adam Weishaupt had put together a Frankenstein monster to frighten the world. And he, what he did is he used different people and put them together, the different pieces into a monster. And so Hollywood has known these stories. Hollywood is totally aware of all of these symbolism that's, you know that's that's behind these stories and so i'm saying there's no way we are going to remain a free people without facing the facts that it's an educated electorate mm-hmm. we are we love to go around talking about how we have the right to elect boy in america we have the right to elect but we don't have the right to see that. that's what the part problem is so without education without knowledge and understanding which comes from many hours of, of study and listening and understanding and researching on your own uh, we're not going to remain a free people and that's really the key is not to believe anything that you hear from anyone including me
0: including you absolutely including their own mother Uh, people have got to learn to start digging up and and researching and studying all of us
1: on their own absolutely and then you will make it your own then you will finally see how we have been had as a people and believe me we are in serious trouble because the uh, the, the Secret Societies, even the the Masonic Orders today, when I have asked these um, Freemasons, who is it that is actually running your organization, they will tell you that they have a name for them they call the Hidden Masters.
0: The Hidden Supervisors. The Hidden Supervisors, the, the, the Hidden
1: Masters.
0: And it's always nine. Right, right. And, and that so, goes back to the legend of the beginning of the um, Order Hiram. of the Rosen and Cross. and Right. And uh, Hiram Abiff and the 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 whole works all the way back into into history um that there is a round table of nine somewhere who's guiding all the machinations of the secret societies leading to a one-world government. Now, I don't know if these nine people really exist. It doesn't matter. What
1: that's we do exactly know, right. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> but what we do know is that it is organized, it is orchestrated, and there is a method to the madness. That's and it correct. may not make any sense to you because thats you don't know what's going on. But if you were on the inner sanctums of these criminals as they're planning their criminology throughout the world and their bloodshed, if you were were a fly on the wall meeting with these uh, criminals, then you would see that the things which are happening in the world make sense. That's correct.
0: And also, one of the methods that they manipulate us is to turn us against each other Absolutely, racism is a form of this yes. uh, getting different
1: religions to fight against each other is right. a form of this but that's a protection to them as long as you're out fighting somebody else you're not joining forces to uncover them, it's part of the
0: uh, distraction, right. uh, the illusion, so that we're not looking in the right corner to see the cockroaches doing the real damage. Absolutely, and uh, when they
1: crawl out from under the sink at that's midnight. A, and that's a very good analogy because that's just what they are: the cockroaches, the <laughs> And as a matter of fact, they have the, they have symbolism in words, as I said. And I want to throw this one at you. In California, we have something called the criminal justice system. Think about it. It's a criminal justice system. And they know what they're doing. I mean, they have they have this thing back in Georgia called the, uh, uh, the what is it for, uh, Disease Control, the Center for Disease Control. It's not mm-hmm. the Center for Disease Eradication. It's for the Center of Disease Control. The whole the way that we have grown up in this country, uh, accepting symbols, emblems, words, institutions, government symbols, We need to educate ourselves that there is a whole world of knowledge there that we have not been privy to know. Well, their concept (coughs)
0: of us, meaning the normal, everyday, and I I consider myself to be in that category, Uh, I'm just like everybody else out there, probably if I had never been a member of the Office of Naval Intelligence, uh, I would uh, never have caught on to any of this and would not be doing what I'm doing right now, so I'm no different than the average listener out there. It's just that one day I woke up, looked myself in the mirror and said, Bill, you've been stupid for all of your life. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not going to be stupid now. anymore. Right. Now I've got to do something smart. I've got right. to wise up, and mm-hmm. that's, that's really the only thing that separates me from from most other people. So, But their concept of us is that that we're like animals, like cattle. That we don't have any intelligence.
1: Precisely. That's why they. That's why they say that our offspring are kids.
0: And we and have the, kids. And they rub it in our in our
1: face. Absolutely. They rub our nose in it. And, and, and we go around saying that we have kids. Now, kids are are baby goats. That's what they think of us. We're that's a bunch right. of goats, a bunch of animals, uh, cattle, you know, cattle. And that we deserve. They figure we're going to get taken anyway because we're so stupid. Their idea is is that since we're going to get taken anyway,
0: they might as well do. They the might
1: t- as well go on and do it because, right, somebody because somebody's is going, is going to do,
0: gonna it do it anyway. Absolutely. So, and well, so I'm
1: saying I'm tired of being taken. Me too. And I want to wake the people up around the world to the fact that there's a there is a, a method there is a method to the madness. It is orchestrated, organized, directed, and financed by criminals. And until such time as you understand that, you're never going to see this world getting any better. And somebody has to take up the reins. Somebody has to do this. And we're putting our lives on the line by doing this. But at this point, I don't care anymore. All I want is to see this this master conspiracy uncovered. I'd like to see all of this stuff uncovered for the first time. And that's exactly what this uh the people behind our government do not want. They don't want the people to wake up. That's why they give you plenty of liquor stores, make sure you got plenty of booze and plenty of alcohol and plenty of entertainment and, and, plenty, of dope, and, and plenty, plenty of football dope. games. Right and, uh, this all, is all uh,
0: this is all the concept of the of the old Roman circus. That's it. When the emperor didn't want you to see what he was doing, uh he would give you uh, bread and circuses. Bread and circuses. In- entertain you. That's right. Wine and circuses. On your way out. So, uh, folks, I'm going to quote from chapter one of my book, Behold a Pale Horse. I want you to uh, remember this, because this is their philosophy, a nation or world of people who will not use their intelligence are no better than animals who do not have intelligence, and such people are beasts of burden and stakes on the table by choice and consent. Now, if you'd like to write to Jordan Maxwell and uh, ask him for further information or just send him your thoughts and ideas on this program, you can do so in care of Jordan Maxwell, Post Office Box 7442, Burbank, California, 91510. Once again, now write this down, if you don't have a pen and paper, you better get one quick and you know you should never listen to this program the hour of the time without pen and paper uh, because you're going to get caught with your pants down every time. The name once again is Jordan Maxwell, Post Office Box 7442. Burbank, California, 91510. One more time for the slow pokes. Jordan Maxwell, Post Office Box 7442. Burbank, California 91510. If you'd write like to uh, write for me to me and uh, ask for a packet of information or give me your comments on this program, write to post office box 1420 Sholo, Arizona 85901. That's post office box 1420 Sholo, Arizona 85901. You know, uh We've done, the, I guess tonight, makes the 23rd hour of programming on the mystery schools. This is the only, only media outlet in the world where any of this information has ever been aired in the uh, entirety, in the complexity, and the depth that we have aired it. We've turned over the rocks. We've watched the bugs scurry. We've <coughs> shined a bright light on them. Uh, they consider themselves to be illumined. But I'm going to tell you, folks, right now, those of you who listen to this program regularly are the only illumined, truly illumined people in this world. And where these members of these secret societies pretend to be working for the illumination and the furtherance of the human race and for a thousand years of true peace, they are liars, deceivers, manipulators, and criminals. And the only people who are ever going to bring peace into this world will be you and I, people like Jordan Maxwell, people who really care about peace and security and about our children and about our future. Remember that, folks. As you go to bed tonight, remember, we love you here. We're thinking of you. Good night, and God bless you all.